Hey y'all, this is Noah Carter, and this is Less Shot with Carter. Okay, hey y'all. Okay, I got them up at the same time. Hey y'all, so welcome back to Let's Chat with Quartzer. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day and are ready to get into this conversation of something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. I remember I was telling you my purpose of like creating this podcast before. Well, I found what the Agile perfect uh, purpose is. And this time we're going to talk about, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Friends? It was something related to friends. Let me think. Oh, I need to get my train of thought together. Ooh, outgrowing friends. Yeah. So today, y'all, we're talking about outgrowing relationships, outgrowing friendships. How you like them apples? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. This has been, I told you, I think in the my second, what was in my second? I think it was my second episode. Yeah, I think in my second episode, it was the F is for f in february is for um and i talked about i guess my relationships being tested or whatnot and since like the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023 i think my friendships have like changed or shifted a little bit they're not completely like you know they're going through whatever they're going through and those who have you know, lasted, have lasted, and the, there are some who I haven't talked to in a minute, and that's okay. So I've been wanting to have this conversation for a very long time. I think, like, i just been wanting to talk about how people work in psychology and sociology and all things of that in this podcast. I like to socialize, and it's very interesting seeing how people socialize, how, like, dating just friendships any type of relationship that comes with like you in in contact with someone else is very interesting and i want to talk about it so that's why i'm talking about it so i hope y'all are ready get down i'm gonna talk about my experiences as well as like some advice or recommendations i have for y'all um and hopefully it helps we'll see if it helps who knows who knows? Or if it helps me, it helps me, like, so I can document my thoughts and they just don't dissipate in the air. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, let me not ramble too much because, you know, I'm always talking about rambling. But let's get right into it. So first and for, um, the foremost, it is okay to outgrow people. It's not a crime. It's natural. All natural. We're talking about things all natural. Outgrowing people is just part of the process. Um, I don't want it to come across like, oh, you're like, because you can outgrow someone and be like, surpass them in a way, but I don't necessarily want people to frame that as outgrowing someone. It isn't like a race. I'm not talking about outgrowing someone in terms of what well, I will be talking about outgrowing people in like success or not, but as well as just outgrowing people in your phases of lives, like you know, you might be in a different space than them at this point in your life. You might need something different than what they need or where they are currently at this time in life. We all are on our own journey and that's at our own pace. And yeah, that is all right. So I just wanted to validate that and throw that out there right now um, because I don't want to, I don't know. I just don't want to like 
think make people think this is shade in any type of way. Outgrowing people is not shade. I mean, it could be done shady, but it's not shade. It's all natural. And I want that to be talked about because no one really talks about outgrowing friendships. Like, like I think a lot of people use like, or maybe how I was like how I was raised. Um, like my mom always talked about her experiences. Also, my dad as well. Like talked about both of their experiences of like the shifting of friends. I never really saw um, my parents. I they had friends, but like I didn't really see them hanging around. You don't see a lot of, I don't know, depending on your, how you were raised and how your parents are socially, but I grew up with, um, a semi-introverted mother, um, and I would say, I don't say, I wouldn't say he's introverted, but he chooses to, like, not be around that many people, like, I don't know, very military man, yeah, so basically, I grew up with two people who were, very not extroverted as I am presumed to be, or I would label myself as extroverted, but you know, was once an introvert, now an extrovert. So yeah, that's that. But I just mentioned that so you can kind of get a ground foot of where I am and where I come from. But yeah, so I think outgrowing friends is natural. I've experienced, um, I've seen growing up that I've been told that I guess with work and, you know, life as an adult, life gets busy. You can't always see your friends. Obviously we've known this and that's like the biggest thing that people always talk about coming from your adolescence and going to adulthood is that there's going to be a transition right after like high school. If you didn't do college or call it right after college, that it's just work. And, you know, there's obviously like, you know, people always make those terms of phrases, enjoy it now, enjoy it while it lasts. Well, you know, what, after college, after like, after your childhood, it's now just downhill from there. Like what, just make money, grind, be on the rat race, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's just where I come from and where my mindset of this all, you know, I always knew that, there was a potential that we got busy, but I don't think people necessarily talk about that you actually just, you know, everyone does their own things. People split paths, people do different things. And I just want to normalize it and talk about it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So outgrowing people, let's talk about the situations of where we meet people. Yeah, I think that's where I want to start. So, like, environment. So, in terms of, like, adolescence, when you think back of, like, where you meet people and how you make friends, we're usually made friends by environment. Like, by high school, middle school, we have, like, elementary school friends. I don't know if you have. I don't know. I don't know. Depending on the person. Some people have childhood friends. Um, I have a few of those. But, yeah. You know, that's tea. But... Yeah, so you meet people in different, like, either in school, college, which is still school, but, you know, different, you know, it's different, college or through work. Those are usually the main three places that you meet people or, like, whatever community engagement. That's a whole different other thing. But you usually meet people by, not by your own choosing. You know, you can befriend someone by your own choosing, but, like, you don't usually meet someone. You usually meet someone by the environment that you're in. Um... And yeah, 
yeah, easy access basically what I'm trying to get to is that because of the fact that you have, you spend a lot of time with these people, uh, you kind of grow and like get to know a person and you befriend someone because of close contact proximity. And I think as I get, I transfer, I'm turning 23 by July. Um, so as I transfer out of, I've done high school, I've done college, and now I'm working and everything and like navigating that. And especially with my friends, because even after I graduated, I graduated a little earlier than my friends. So basically they were still in college and I still did things with them because they were in college, but I already had this pre um, exposition to what it was like adulting and knowing that it gets very like you don't necessarily because me personally I don't always want to make friends with people at my job like even though I like to be social I like to be sociable I like to be cordial and I like to get to know people because that's just me but yeah like I think I have a different um I have my work friends and I have my outside friends you know and sometimes those can be interchangeable. I haven't had a job in a while that had that, but I'm trying to not get too far off of the topic. I'm trying to stay, stay where I am. But yeah, like I think all in all that we basically meet a lot of people by our environment. And while we're in those environments, it's easy, it's easy to like obviously always see them and grow that friendship. But I want to talk about after that after leaving those environments, moving on. So after college, after high school, after your job, once you leave a job and you move on to another, like, you know, another position, what does that look like in terms of moving on and maintaining certain friendships? A lot of times you're going to find that you aren't necessarily compatible. Like this is actually a choice to be, to remain friends with someone. This is where you have to put effort and organize your life and plan dates. And, you know, socializing requires work. Um, and, yeah, I think that's an interesting topic in itself because as I'm in um, L.A., I think, in a, even though, like, when I think of, like, L.A., I compare it to, to New York instantly or Chicago, like, because it's a metropolitan city um, and... It's just different paces. I think New York is really, really fast paced, whereas LA is, it's fast paced in a way because everyone's busy, but it's not fast paced. It's more lenient. I don't know how to, I don't know exactly how to explain that, but those of you who understand me, you get it, you know? Um, so there's just a different way of making friends and socializing. And then you really do realize that um, you, you do not necessarily outgrow in this scenario, but you do find out that you're, your passions and what you're aligned in and where you are in life may not necessarily work with seeing a person as frequent as you did um, in a in a certain environment. Uh, so yeah, that's something I wanted to cover. That's something I was just thinking about because with being out of college, I don't see a lot of um, my same friends anymore. It takes time, like FaceTime calls. It takes time to like organize events. And a lot of people don't like to organize things. A lot of people don't like to put the first, like make the first move to initiate, oh, let's go out for brunch. Let's go out to do this. Um, especially in the IE. That's a whole nother topic to compare the IE to LA and Orange County and all this, like, you know, the OC, all those type of places. Um, because people socialize different there. But yeah, just making it known to be very present 
and you know making moves to to hang out uh i think i am usually that person to do that since 2023 i've shifted away from that because i don't really i mean i want to see my people but like i'm kind of taking a pause on that a little bit i'll see you if i see you basically um type of thing and i'm just focusing on what i need to focus on right now um and i think with that this topic has arisen for me is that oh i found myself not hanging out with the people i have been and although that is fine and that is i think you don't need to really address that with your friends but i think the reactions towards that is very apparent it's a, it's a very awkward and like you know it's this weird non-verbal communication that is like an energy and you you know there's a change with no one speaking on it but there's a change in how they interact with you on certain social apps there's a difference in how they interact with you and how many like when you get invited to things how frequent you text or like facetime or call and everything all those types of things come into a factor um so yeah, that I'm I'm here to explain that all in my experiences and just give advice or whatever advice I have, like you know, yeah, on my experiences with that. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a just a very interesting thing when it comes to like specifically social media. I think it is very everyone has their different ways of like using social media. Um, I think that's another way it's apparent too. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. So that's that. We'll see if I segue back to that. I don't even know where I was going with that, to be honest. I don't really like to talk to... I, honestly, I feel uncomfortable talking about, like, social media patterns, like how people interact on social media. If, does anyone else feel that way? Like, do you ever feel uncomfortable addressing how, when you notice different people's interactions, when people switch up on social media and you feel like there's something wrong like there's some type of energy like is there an issue like you know like I feel so uncomfortable addressing that sometimes I mean I still address it but I think because of the reactions of when I address it and how defensive people get I think that's what like makes me uncomfortable addressing it because yeah yeah I don't know I've had I haven't had the best reactions to like addressing people on like how they socialize how their their social media patterns are and how they how they are in person versus like texting or also that's a whole that's a, a whole nother thing that's that's that that's a whole nother segment to be honest but back to outgrowing friends yeah that is okay and when i want to get into when do you know when do you know you have outgrown a friendship Cause that's an interesting thing right there. So for me, I think when you have new goals and desires, you kind of have a change. You have to change your lifestyle. So with that change, it kind of changes who you are in a sense. Like, yeah. Like when you have new goals, you have to change who you, how you move in life to reach those goals. And with that change, you basically change your life and you're and it changes your mind uh, mindset you start interacting with different groups that you weren't interacting with so therefore with that you start to distance yourself from like i guess your normal community your normal friends um and that can take a toll on your relationship 
that can most definitely take a toll on your relationship. And I think when going back to said friends and yeah, going back to like, for example, like because of me, I've been in LA so much that when I go back to talk to certain people in the IE, I met with different types of reactions. Like, like you just hear certain things from certain people. Like just, you know, it's just, I think it's certain, not necessarily that's an, uh, a microaggression, but there is some type of underlying tone to when you, like, it's just a difference in like how you interact with them. So for example, um, when I went to go see a friend, like we went out, and we hung out. It was the first time we talked in like a very long time, like a very long time. And I have no problems with meeting. Like I have certain friends that we haven't even talked for a whole year, but like once we see each other, boom, we are right back to it. You know, like there's just no, it didn't feel like time passed in a way, you know, like we are different. We acknowledge that, but there's no difference in how we interact. Like it's very natural, but then there are those friends who you can tell there's just like certain comments, certain things that like, certain things that they say that you don't necessarily care to hear. Like the same things that you were interested in before you're not interested in. And it kind of seems like they're still stuck wherever you left off. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is one indicator that you have, you outgrew them. But that necessarily doesn't mean that you need to cut off the, like, you know, the relationship. I think the biggest indicator that when you need to cut off a relationship is when you have to sacrifice, you feel like you have to sacrifice your, I guess, your growth in a way. Like, you feel like you have to, I don't know, you feel like you have to just, like, halt yourself for, like, diminish yourself hold yourself back or just do something that you really don't feel like doing like i feel like that that's when you know you kind of have to break ties in my personal opinion i don't like to make sacrifices i make compromises i don't make sacrifices i don't make sacrifices compromises aren't like that's something that you can do that's not i don't think that's a loss like sacrificing that's a loss i don't like to sacrifice anything like unless i really have to but at the same time i'm like why why are we sacrificing like we can meet a compromise if you're sacrificing something i think you need to just know mm -mm. i don't know about that but yeah so i think that's specifically my indication of when i need to to leave or like let something go that I outgrew something and it's time to to go about our separate ways. Um, there are also other things like personally, I think I'm in this mindset of like, I need to not necessarily hustle, 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 but like, I just want to go the direction that I need to go. And there's nothing holding me back from that. And I think a lot of people talk about what they want to do in life but don't make any action. It's like a repetitive thing. Like they always talk about the same thing. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. But what steps are you putting in to do those things? I think people like that kind of turn me off. Like I love to hear when someone wants to do something and then boom, you know, a week or like a month or whatever, however long they end up doing that. That 
is something that I aspire for myself and that I love doing. And I personally, because if you know me, like, I'm not going to tell you, like, okay, when I talk about something, I'm already five steps into that. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't talk about things unless I'm already doing it or, like, in the progress process of doing something because I don't want to look like Boo the Fool. Like, I don't want to say I want to do something. Okay, well, actually, I know a lot of people will sit here. People who are listening to this know I will say there are one, there's one specific detail that I have been saying that I've been wanting to do and that is to dye my hair, but that's not, it's not the time. I want to dye my hair, but it's not the time to dye my hair. So I, I had to point that out because I know a lot of my friends are going to get on my head for that. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, just that's a big thing for me, like surrounding myself with people who, are about the business. Like, if you want to make moves, let's make moves. That's simple. You have one life to live, so live it. Yeah, so that's a that part of growth as well. Like, I think that's a big thing for me right now is just, like, surrounding myself with people who are just, like, just there to be positive and be, surround, be prosperous, basically. Just, like, know that anything that they want in life is at arm's length. Like, it may take you longer than others, but all you can do is try, and that's it. And that is it. So, in that case, I think we can get into, like, personally, there are times, I think that is my, my biggest indicator that something needs to end. But there are times where, oh, and I can talk about a good experience. Oh, yes, this is, oh. This came at perfect time. Oh my gosh. So yes, this came at a perfect time. So I had a friend who, oh, in terms of social media, this is a great example. Okay, let me get to the story. Jesus. Um, um, so I had a friend um, that we've been friends since high school. You know, we've been close friends. I have two friends. We've been friends since high school, you know, and we basically stopped socializing because I was in LA we stopped socializing as much and I felt personally that there was no because I was I felt like I was the friend that always put in the initiative to do things and once I stopped doing that because I was busy doing other things and like you know I had my own direction that I was going in so that kind of had me take distance from them not necessarily that we're not friends but just in general like that had me just take a moment of pause and like i need to do my thing y'all do your thing and that's that didn't really i didn't uh verbalize that vocalize that but yeah yeah i don't think you really need to vocalize it if you need to do what you need to do do what you need to do if someone asks you like if they address it oh i feel like something's going up then you know be transparent tell them what's going on and that's that. But generally, I, if I need to take distance, I'm going to take distance. But yeah, so I had a situation like that where I felt like they didn't keep up with like our friendship and like making sure it was good in a way. Like, you know, um, because there was like, a, I forgot there was an issue that happened prior. And after that, it was never addressed and no one spoke. And it was just that. And it was like, oh, okay. Like, okay, you know, <laughs> like, I guess that's that went our went on our ways. And that was the last time I really heard from them until it was like, 
something that they needed from me. That was the first time I, I heard back from them. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, of course I'll help you. But like, it's, you know, you take in certain things and like, mm, so you only come back or talk to me when you need something. That, that's just, I don't know. That really doesn't work for me, but to each their own. Um, but yeah, there was that. And then there was the other friend who, I so fast forward, I basically ended up just unfollowing them on social media because there was other things that I saw that were happening on social media that I wasn't fond of. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't need to have this on my mind. I'm just going to remove y'all and, you know, talk to me. If you want to talk about it, you'll talk about it, you'll address it, and that's just going to be that. If not, cool, I'm going about my life. You know, I'm going about my life. And so months later, one of my friends, one of the friends that I unfollowed, basically reached out and told me, like, they addressed why... Um, their concerns about they noticed that I unfollowed them and wanted to check in to see like what exactly happened. And yeah, basically just checked in. And that basically resulted in me explaining what, how I felt and me following them back and like reestablishing and like, you know, that friendship. And like, that is the type of, I guess, choosing to have someone in your life. You know, that is someone who values a friendship where it's like, I think regardless of being, because we met in an environment, like we met in high school, like that was one thing, but after high school that you're putting in the work to maintain and grow a friendship, like not just let it go. While the other friend still has not spoken, has not said anything. And that's just that, but you know, wish them the best. And yeah, we'll see, you know, life will continue. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give that example because that's like, I think that was a perfect example of like, there are certain people who who choose to be in your life. Like friends are a choice, like who you invest your time in um, and who you outgrow. That's That's just all a part of a process of socializing and being an adult um, and understanding who you want to surround yourself with. But yeah, and then, so yeah, I think that's my biggest example of when like a relationship can be fixed, most definitely. I think at that point, a relationship can be fixed and yeah, yeah. And it also can be feel awkward as well. Like hanging out with them, like it just can't, it's it's a work in progress. But anywho, like, I think it's important to also categorize your friends and understand how your relationship works. Um, me, personally, I categorize my friends as, you know, you have the best friends, you have, like, casual friends, you have mutuals. Like, I think my biggest different- differentiation of friendships is just, like, basically, I have mutuals. Mutuals are people that, those are friends that I don't feel like I can hang with them independently or haven't hung with them independently like you I don't really invite them to certain things or you know like I not necessarily that you don't feel close or like you know resonate with them but I haven't felt as comfortable um as with another person to invite them to certain occasions or maybe we don't necessarily come like you know are compatible in that sense to be 
hang out solo, you know, as a duo or, you know, just one-on-one. Like, I think, like, mutuals are more so I have to have a certain friend with me to hang out with that that so-and-so mutual. Um, not necessarily that they're not friends. I don't know. That's an iffy term. That's an iffy spear. But, yeah, I, I kind of hold people in that placement of mutual. is just someone who... Um, that you know them because there's different categorizings of mutuals. There's the people that, oh, you know them through so and so, so they're a mutual. But I feel like there are also mutuals who are, you have closer mutuals where it's like you're, you would consider them a friend, but because of the fact that you wouldn't hang out with them, like just you and them, I would put them in that same category of as a mutual and label them as a mutual. Um, so there's that. And then there are my actual friends, and I take, I don't just call anyone my friend to be, I'm going to be honest. I, certain people are my friends. Certain people are definitely my friends because you have to be, you know, there's just a certain way to go about friendships. Like, and I know certain people I just can't work with. Like one, I think the biggest indicator of them all, if you have bad communication, if I text you or if I like, if I try to get in contact with you and there just isn't like, a certain level of respect of like getting back to a person and like you know there's just certain things I don't have a lot of expectations with friendships but there has to be some type of like you know just some type of boundary of this like disrespect I think there has to be like if you expect certain things like I know everyone works differently but as long as you understand how each other work and operate and like know each other's boundaries, then that is perfect for a friendship or any relationship in general. But yeah, like a friend, I would consider that we have like, there's like this certain energy that I know that is just obviously friendly. Um, let's be clear. That is, <laughs> that is obviously friendly that is there and that is established and that is, you know, that is okay. So yeah, that goes with my categorizations of friends and mutuals yeah yeah most definitely but with that being said I will say that because we start there are always with outgrowing friends obviously you meet people where they are compatible with you maybe you have like similar interests or maybe the same you're in the same place or the same career, like you're driving towards the same career, you have something in common that um, connects you both. Um, sometimes we outgrow those connections. We are at different places in life, as I you know, said before. But yeah, there's just different points that you are at in that you find yourself needing to exit this relationship. And I want to get into how to properly exit a relationship. Friendships, and intimate relationships, okay? There are certain ways to go about interacting with someone. I think one, communication needs to be had. At some point, I don't know a specific what point that works for you, that is between y'all two, but at some point to respectfully end a friendship, relationship, or what have you, you need to verbally be able to communicate what happened, why this is happening, and go about your se separate ways. You don't need to be petty. You don't need to be like, you know, sometimes they don't understand. And it's not meant for them to understand. All you can do is just like, 
be vocal, be vocal, like speak your piece. Just don't be rude about it. You know, be respectful, but make sure because, you know, people, I like to use the term that everyone, is there five senses or six senses? I don't know. I think there's five or six. I don't know. The sixth sense, seventh sense, whatever, how many, however many senses there are, I believe there's a sense of energy. Like people can tell when the energy is off. Like the vibe is just not vibing. And yeah, we just got like, you know, there people can tell when you really aren't about them anymore. So my advice to you is to not drag things longer than they need to be. If you feel some type of way, not necessarily that you have to end it, but tell this person that I need space. If you are, say you are bickering with someone, like you guys were good at one point, but all of a sudden you guys are clashing a lot, like finding, disagreeing with one another, regardless of like politics, relationship, like sexual orientation, whatever, whatever, whatever opposing beliefs or opinions. Um, I think it's important to vocalize that you, to just take space, take space. Or if you do choose to end things that this is where you need to go, this is what you feel, do that respectfully. Like just be able to communicate that and don't sugarcoat it. Like, yeah, just don't just end things respectfully. I think that everyone knows, I hope everyone knows. I assume people know how to be treated. Like obviously you wouldn't want to treat someone that's how you wouldn't want to be treated that's it like treat people how you would want to be treated um so anything other than that is just disrespectful and karma is karma yeah that's all i would say on that um i think people need to just like respect respectfully end things and there's just a certain way of doing that um how i do that per se is i list out how i felt i'm very transparent if i i don't I sugarcoat things. I try to find wording. I do not speak in a fast-paced tone when I need to like tell someone something very serious, especially when I know this can go either way. Um, you need to be able to just like know what you practice, what you're gonna say. I mean, sometimes in the moment, like it can just come up um, without you being ready for the moment. And if you're not ready, then respectfully just be like, okay, hold on. Um, can we talk about this later? Whatever. You know, you know what you have to do. Just find time and don't drag things longer than they need to be because it'll just make it worse. Personally. Be straight up. That's all. That's it. Moving on. So then there is the other side. So even though you can be respectful in how you choose to end things with someone, there is the slight mishap, well, more than some, there's, there's a good 70, 70 plus chance percentage, um, percentage wise that they will take what you say and not like it. And um, yeah, have a ne negative reaction. You can't control people's reactions. All you can do, all you can do is tell you, say your piece. You cannot choose, you can choose how you word things. You can choose to be respectful about things, but you can't choose how someone's going to react to things. Because not, obviously, people, if, like, if they don't find an issue with how they are, like, if, you, if you're the one who is just disconnected with them and nothing has changed on their end, they're probably going to feel like, oh, you know, like, this person 
doesn't like me anymore or like value me anymore. And that's going to be met with distaste or like, you know, like no one wants to be feel unvaluable or feel like that they don't matter. Like them being in your life doesn't amount to anything. No one likes to feel that way. But, you know, they're they're denying it. They're going to deny themselves that they know that they already felt this way. And I feel like you telling them just just alleviates a lot and regardless of their reaction that's all you can do that is all you can do and go about your day if they have any follow-up questions that's that but yeah it just depends on how you choose to end things and yeah that just all comes down to respect can't choose uh can't change how someone will react to something but you can choose to how you i guess vocalize it what words and how you go about it and yeah that is my time on outgrowing friends it's a very interesting conversation i want to get into social media a lot more because i have a lot to say about social media i am barely scratching the surface let me know actually let me know if you want me to talk tackle social media most definitely because i think there's a lot to say i think a lot of people would love to hear that because i want to talk about it so bad like I mean, I, I think I'll be exposing myself, but like, you know, I expose myself on the daily, so it is what it is. <laughs> I'm exposing myself now. Like, trust me, I have thought about this. Like, before I air anything, before I any upload any episode, I'm like, you know what? Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, um, that's all I'm going to say for now, because I really do want to get into that social media topic. So let me know. There's a Q&A section below it'll probably be on social media unless you're going no oh thank you for everyone actually using the q a um last episode or a few episodes i still have to go through those and answer you I'll, I'll be answering them through my socials most definitely probably instagram to be honest we're gonna keep it real um i don't use my twitter is my main account and that's only just to let y'all know when an episode is aired that's all i do with um let's chat is carter on my Twitter, but TikTok, obviously I post videos, but it's not really a conversation, like unless you talk in the comments, but that's the only time I'm responding to those type of comments. Um, but regarding to any comments that will be on through the Spotify q and I'll be answering on my Instagram. I should put it on my story as well. Yeah, we'll see what I'll do with that. I'll update you guys on the next episode, but I really do appreciate y'all for taking your time to ask questions and giving like feedback to my uh, podcast. And as always, stay purposely you, y'all. I'll see y'all next time.